1: Good morning, happy Monday to you, Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, and you guys know why. Big, big news yesterday in the world of college football, specifically here in Lincoln, Nebraska, following a horrifying 45-42 loss to Georgia Southern on Saturday night. Sip, yesterday, right after noon, we were informed that Scott Frost is no longer the head football coach at Nebraska. Trev Alberts had a press conference at 3 o'clock explaining why and why Mickey Joseph would be the interim head coach going forward. And here we are, three games into the season. Jeez. And big change has Jeez. already occurred.
0: It, it has moved quickly. <laughs>
1: it did move. Think about it, Sip. We went to Dublin. I know. We're all happy as can be. Nebraska's up by 11 points in the third quarter. Yep. 2817 and since that moment the onside kick yeah. everything has gone south for Frost You're and right. now he's out of a job yeah. at Nebraska. Yeah.
0: There's nobody, virtually nobody could have anticipated how quickly this has unraveled. And it unraveled. It did. It unraveled. It just unraveled. That's that's and it left Trev with no choice trev alberts the nebraska ad it left him with no choice but to fire scott right it was just a matter of when it would happen right wasn't it it became a situation where it wasn't a matter of if it was a matter of when it wasn't it couldn't have been a it's not really a it, you couldn't characterize this as a
1: difficult decision uh, it didn't seem like it to me for Trev. I mean, the, well, the yeah. question always has been, will he make it to October 1st with that buyout? Yeah. Now, he, he he didn't do himself any favors by giving up 600 plus yards of offense to Georgia Southern in a 45-42 loss to fall to 1-2 and two on the season. What well, was supposed to be an, an easy first three games of the season, Right. Oh, yeah, that's what we thought. I mean, easy, we, were, I mean we, we were wrong. We were wrong about a lot of We've
0: things. We've been wrong a lot. Yeah. I mean, the, the number one thing we were wrong about is this defense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. We collectively – and I'm, there weren't many people. I'm sure there's some people that will spring up on the text line, and that's fine. That we just weren't – we misjudged this defense at a super high level, right? Fans, pundits, Scott – Um, coaching staff's probably included in that conversation, that we didn't envision Northwestern gaining 528 yards. No. We didn't envision North Dakota uh, FCS program going on a 16-play drive at the end of the first half of that game. We certainly didn't envision Georgia Southern putting up Putting up six hundred and forty-two yards. Six
1: hundred and forty-two.
0: Nebraska was two hundred and fourteen and O when scoring at least thirty-five points in in Memorial Stadium. They had never lost. They're two hundred and fourteen and O when scoring yeah. at least thirty-five. Well, think
1: about it, Forty. How many points?
0: Forty-two.
1: 40, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? It's a no, lot of no. Points. When
0: scoring thirty-five. Okay. Well, that's when a scoring lot of points. But still. yes, it's still a lot of points. So, I um. I mean, that's the third most yards Nebraska's ever allowed. Okay. And that's, and it was, it was really, really hard to watch it. I mean, it was, it was, that was amazing. You, I kept thinking, okay, they'll close the door here pretty soon. They'll get some stops.
1: I thought the same thing. And, my thoughts early on in the first quarter, Sip, and I'm sure you had the same thoughts, where this is Ball State all over again. This is 2007 Ball State. Yeah, I that's didn't exactly have that. I mean, yeah, what I, mean, true, I thought yeah. that when Nebraska you know, gets st- goes three and out their first drive, Georgia something goes down and scores with ease, converting third downs along the way without any problem, and then it, you know, it's 28 all at halftime. The, yeah. the, this was like, yep, Ball State, here we, here we go. go. Here same we go. thing as yep. 2007. I mean, Nebraska yeah. won that game. They didn't win this one, but it was a very, very uncomfortable feeling uh, against a, you know, know, that that was a MAC team back then. This is the Sun Belt. Uh You've already lost to Troy in the past year under Scott Frost. We
0: never saw it coming. And and you said the key word, ease.
1: Yeah. Georgia Southern
0: Southern moved the ball all night with ease. With ease. Even in the, even its last drive where it had to win, it go win the game. After yep. Nebraska oh, yeah. got its only lead, after Nebraska finally got its only lead with its own 98-yard drive, the drive to win the game was pretty easy.
1: They had to convert a fourth down, which was with that's ease. That's good point. Yeah, well, yeah a good but that point. was with ease, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, they had no pressure in that one. And after that play, when they got it, it was just it was just score real quick. Uh-huh. No problems. Uh, no problems at all.
0: Van Treese who's not a great quarterback looked like
1: a great quarterback. Oh man, his stats sip you know, check uh, it out. 37 of 56. Mm-hmm. 409 yards. A touchdown and two picks. The second pick he got hit as he threw, right? Marquise Buford uh-huh. uh, makes the pick deep in Nebraska Garrett territory. Nelson hit him, yeah. Right, yeah. and Buford yeah. turns around, makes the pick at the Nebraska's two-yard Great line. Great play basically. by Marcus, Marquise but Buford. that's another place the time they could have scored. I mean, they were deep in your, your yes, area. Yes, And know. Nebraska got a pick inside their own five. They, yeah, they, yeah, exactly.
0: More damn. well, I don't know about more damning, but equally as damning to Nebraska's defense was the fact that Georgia Southern ran the ball so well, had a 67 yard touchdown run, had a 37, right. had a, had a, they have a 37 2? A 47. They had a 67, a 47, a 26, and a 26, and they rushed for, I think, 233 yards.
1: And the, we'll talk about this that. This is later. an air raid team, Ugh. keep in mind. They wanted uh. to pass the ball all night, which they did, and when they ran, they had no problems. No, they, no. I mean, this this went down as the game went on. But they, even going down, they had seven point eight yards per carry. At mm-hmm. one point, it was thirteen point two at halftime, right? Something like yeah, that. something like 13.
0: that. Thirteen point seven. And this is all. This is all. I mean, this is not all of the reason. We've we I mean, there's a lot of. There's there's a lot of reasons that Trev had to fire Scott. Unfortunately, and I, and and I'm and I'm going to be sensitive to this. I mean, Trev. Showed a lot of respect for Scott yesterday, and I appreciated that. And I think a lot of people appreciated it, including probably, probably um, other coaches who were watching, and per, per, perhaps other p- potential candidates who were watching. Trev was was probably struck by his respect for the outgoing head coach. Scott left Trev Alberts with no choice. Yeah, I mean, it's just, there's there's no choice. It was again. Now I misjudged it. I thought he'd wait. I don't know why. This is a probably a pretty good example of why you don't listen to sports writers in this sort sort of situation because none of us were predicting that Scott would be fired yesterday. We thought he'd wait because the buyout was lo- cuz the buyout matter was looming. But here's the thing. If you really start to think about it, if now if you were in Trev's shoes, let's put it yourself in Trev's shoes on Saturday night. You have you can't think like Jake Sorensen or no. Steve Sipple or yep. Tom Chattel or Sam McEwen. You got there's there's some real we'll call it real life matters that you have to deal with immediately. And one is the possibility of no shows for for coming games sure. and how that money there's going to be money that's not spent at the concession stand, wherever. And that, all that money adds up very fast. And if you're talking about you know, the difference between a $15 million buyout and a $7.5 buyout, there's money that's adding up fast if you keep him around. That's right. And th- that's part of it. There's, a, there's more to it, though. Scott's not getting anything out of the team. I mean, the team's not really playing for Scott. And Trev said maybe we just need a different voice. Maybe maybe Mickey Joseph, the interim coach, can provide a spark. And what I've heard already is that when he was named the interim, the team reacted very well. well
1: I, I mean, sometimes Pumped their fists,
0: yeah. yelled. I mean, that's not that's not saying that they you know that they had a negative reaction to Scott, but they were ha- there. There's a lot of happiness that Mickey got that
1: well, interim. Think job. about this too. I mean, in, if you're if you're Trev Alberts. You're, the chances of making a bowl game right now are still slim, that they're not over yet. Now it, now it's basically a nine-game season. The first three are out the mm-hmm. window. You you failed miserably in those That's three. It's
0: amazing. You're,
1: you're, you you're lost become... Northwestern. You lost to Georgia Southern. You barely squeaked by North Dakota. Something had to happen here. I mean, come on. If, well, we, it, it, if we want to salvage this season and, and still have a chance to make a bowl game, and we owe that to our fans. Yeah. We owe it to our players. Right. We owe it to the assistants. This was not working. But the season – is not over, so I applaud. I commend, yeah. Trav Alpert by saying we got to do it. I know we're going to have to pay you know pay this buyout more than they pay. It will it. be October first, and they're paying it. They're not getting out of the buyout. No,
0: fifteen million. But, Frost gets his fifteen million. He gets you know nineteen million and change for the season with his with his previous contract. I know. I wish I would have wrote that Saturday night after the game. I didn't. I wish I would have said something's got to change here. I didn't think it would.
1: Well, I mean, I, I did write it was that. Pretty obvious.
0: Yeah, I I said it was inevitable that that Trev would make a move, but I didn't think he'd make the move yesterday. Yeah, that
1: wasn't obvious. I, I th- you know I I thought he probably should. I didn't think he would though. I, right. I let's go with that. I thought he should. Didn't think he would. I was su- actually surprised when he did it, even though I thought it was deserved to happen yesterday.
0: Oh, it made sense after he explained it. Yeah. Um, and again. Yeah, it well, makes a lot of sense. Now, there's still a lot of issues. I mean oh, I there will, are. Yeah, there, yeah, this
1: doesn't fix everything at you all, know, but I mean, oh, I mean there's the there, still tons of problems. Eric Sanders' defense gave up almost 700 yards of oh, offense and by the way, to a Sun Belt team. You know, in
0: explaining why Mickey, I thought Trev made a great point that, think about it. Mark Whipple is in charge of an offense with a lot of new faces, both playing the game and on the coaching staff. Whipple has a lot on his plate, right?
1: You want to hear from Trev here on that one? Yeah, go ahead. Here's here's uh, Trev Alberts. Why Mickey and not anyone else for the head coaching spot uh, to replace Scott Frost for now?
2: Well, you know, I, I think that, you know, you, I went through a lot of folks, too. I mean, you can naturally make certain arguments certain places, and, you know, Mickey's not calling the plays, you know. Coach Whipple is. And so there's a lot of responsibilities for the head coach that lie outside of football. You can only imagine with... You know, Fox coming this weekend, and, you know, we, we need to have Coach Whipple focused on game planning and play calling all week. And, mm-hmm. and obviously, defensively, we've got some fairly significant adjustments to make, and so Chin's has got to be really focused there. And so, and I, again, I think, I think that Mickey, uh, his personality, his energy and enthusiasm, um, I, I think, and uh, uh, we need a different voice, right? We, 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 need to, we need to provide hope for these young men. And you've got a lot of young men in that locker room that, at the end of the day, this is a – football's a tough sport. You have to force yourself to do things you don't want to do physically. And so having somebody that can pull that out of you and motivate you to do that. um, And in my observations of Coach Joseph, I think he has some of those attributes. And I'd like to see him uh, uh, function in that role.
0: You know what? You know what that was? What? You know, it's really important, the message that the AD sent. Was it results matter more than money? And he, I mean, he talked about
1: ding, 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 ding. Right, and he's,
0: I mean, I think that was a, a incredibly important. He, I don't think he was trying to send that send that message, but that's the message I we got. And you know what? Remember what Trev said early on in his tenure that we have to more, be more constant we have to concentrate more, and be more oriented towards wins and losses remember we remember we had that discussion we did and look what he did yesterday he put results immediate results ahead of uh, the difference between 7.5 million dollars in scott's buyout i mean he really that's pretty impressive to me actually when you think about
1: it well i applaud that and for a couple calls in a second and and for those out there i mean there's obviously Fans on both sides. some were like, Yes, it's about time. Some are gonna say, Well, Nebraska you know, they fired a coach too early again. Oh, listen, who's listen, saying that? Listen. Oh the sip, I saw it everywhere. I could not believe it. I could not did believe, it. That's could surprising. Not believe yeah, that it. I'm like me. Did you just really think that there was gonna be a magic moment where this all changed and right. all these one score losses were just gonna be fixed? It's obviously a problem. It's a coaching problem. Well they're, Scott's not in charge of the defense. Though. I know, but I mean, they're, but but your head coach Provides a lot of belief to your team, right? Right. He is the he is right. the man yeah, there's, that there's, you that answers all
0: questions when all is said and done. Right. There's I mean, they have more than coaching problems, I will say. Yeah, they that. Do. But but ultimately the roster deficiencies are the head coaches matter. Correct. I mean, that's that's the deal. Um oh yeah, and, and I and I said Trev was left with no choice. Now, I'd like to hear from those people that think that maybe he should have waited yeah please now there's some people that fired him (coughs) there are people out there i know that i there are i i know i hear from them a little bit
1: i try to block it out i mean i don't think you really care about winning if you're just if you're saying that well and prove to me that you don't or that you do excuse me i Scott frost it was 16 and 31 as a head coach at nebraska it
0: got really hard To defend Scott, well, I think it became
1: impossible to to defend him after Saturday night. I don't know how you could, or how you, why would you even try? How? Yeah,
0: sixteen and thirty-one, six
1: hundred forty-two yards of offense to a coach in his second game with the school, changing from a triple option attack to an air raid attack. It looked like he'd been there for
0: five years. Yeah, we talked about that. How Clay Helton? Well, what did I say? I was worried about. Do you remember last week? I said, I'm really worried about the Clay Helton eric Shenander matchup. Well, you were right, because that, that was not a good matchup for Nebraska. But I thought, how could how could this happen? How could it happen where Georgia Southern comes in with a new head coach, not only a new head coach, a, a, a completely revamped yep. coaching staff, okay, except for one holdover.
1: One. So basically all new.
0: So they changed their offensive system. They changed their defensive system. Hell, they changed their special teams Modus operandi, and and here we are, and and they come into Memorial
1: Stadium, unfazed, not not they had no fear at all. This just
0: there. whipping the ball around, running that tunnel screen like it was like Van Trees was operating oh. like he was operating against a high school defense. No, no disrespect to those guys, those players, but come on, what was?
1: Yeah, you couldn't stop was them at just, all. There was nonexistent. But I gotta give I gotta give some credit. Van Trees made some some great throws. Yeah, he did. No, it and was they made it some was great mostly catches. bad defense, but he yeah, they made was, some great catches. There were some really really good throws, some really good catches. They, they yeah, give give Georgia Southern credit. That just proves again, I mean, that state has so much talent. You know, all you talk about all yeah. the guys that go to Georgia, those that go to Alabama, the gets get some yeah. guys from Georgia. Yeah. There there's just so much talent in the state of Georgia. Right. They're so deep. I know. They,
0: their skill position players were excellent. Gerald Green, the running back, had the two big runs, 67, yeah. 47. They're, yeah,
1: pretty much untouched on them. And, by the and, way, and I'll tell
0: you what. I mean, that's a pretty, that's a feather in the cap of Clay Helton. I mean, Clay Helton was forty. I mean, Clay Helton was forty-six and twenty-four at USC. Okay, yeah, he wasn't a bad coach nope. at USC. He got fired to three games too, didn't he?
1: In his last season, I seasons? think so. In his three yeah, games.
0: yeah. The man knows what he's doing. You could tell that team was really well prepared. And he did school Chenander. He did took him to school. That they, they did. You notice Nebraska never had an answer,
1: Jake? No, they did. No, there was why never did they, an answer. Why did they
0: play those corners so so far off? They've done
1: that all year. It's, it's bad, it. but don't break, and and what they break doing? all the time. You need, I mean, if you if those cornerbacks are as good as we think they are, Tommy Hill quit Newsom, then then let them you know do a little press coverage here, right? Occasionally, put them up there, see what they can do. Can you? Can you can you get the, the receiver off his route? Can you jam them? If, if they're that good, believe in your guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the, we'll get to a couple calls in a second. Uh, you know, one of the, the stat that was horrifying. This, this got better as the game went on, but I mean, Georgia Southern. They ended up. Being, they were nine of thirteen on third downs. It, I thought so they, was Nebraska, I, but they, they yeah, both were. Yeah. But sip uh, the first half. Did they get a stop on the third down? I thought they get all their third downs in the first Well, time. what I was struck by is they didn't need third downs very often. <laughs> I mean, wait. And, and go, you mentioned <laughs> the touchdowns, the, the run. I mean, the first one, uh, oh, well, this is the second, I guess the second one. It was 26. It was a third and ten, right? Mm-hmm. Nebraska's trying to get off the field, and the guy goes untouched into the end zone, Jalen White. Bus. Bus. Clay Helton says, I see something here. Let's call this. And, yeah, it, it, 26 yards. I don't think he was touched going mm-hmm. into the end zone. Simple. Mm-hmm. Third and ten.
0: And Scott said after the game. Now, now this – now, people aren't happy with Scott in this regard. Which one? I got,
1: I, got a, I got quotes from
0: Frost. He said they got out-schemed. He said yeah. one side of the ball got out-schemed. Yeah.
1: And that's – you could – We've interp- heard that way too many
0: times from Frost. Right. We, we heard it
1: – it's been a, a pretty common thing he said, and that's a telling sign about a coach who's failing.
0: Well, and here's the thing you wonder, okay? Okay, what happened after Northwestern? He threw his offensive staff under the bus. Got to be more creative. Okay, what happens after this game? He throws his def- defensive coordinator under the bus. Now, if you let him if if he still if you keep him as head coach for 20 more days, right? Yeah. Who else is he thrown under the bus? I mean Is it
1: Bill Bush next week sometime? Right. Is
0: it now now it, it's a it's a that's a hard discussion, but how much damage would could he do? I mean, That's what if best. what if what if what if Trev Alberts had designs on keeping a uh, Mickey Joseph or a Whipple or a or a Bill Bush, but Frost kind of continued in that vein of throwing people under the bus. Now he could be costing Trev coaches. Sure, <laughs> um, big problems. I mean, now think about it as a wounded duck coach. Going out the door, he's – what would he – I mean, I, I hate to do that, to say that about Scott, but he said those things, yeah. and it raised a lot of eyebrows. Not as much the other night, because he did speak the truth. Chinander yeah, yeah, got out-schemed. was horrible. Chinander got out-schemed, but I don't think a head coach – you don't really need to point that out in your shoes. We all knew it,
1: right? Um. I, so, yeah, this This was – Yesterday, just major, major damage control going forward, right? It's from Scott? No, from Trev Alberts. Yesterday's oh, yeah, 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 da- yeah. Damage kind control. Of not and, just and damage control. control. No, it's not just that, but that's that's big. And you mm-hmm. just have to let these guys believe there's still hope for this season.
0: That There's that for sure. Just a different voice yep. and maybe a spark. And unlike... See, we don't, again, we, we're we not in that AD shoes. I'd like to think if I was in the AD shoes, I'd think a lot differently. I'd be thinking more about the potential for lost money and concessions, for instance, going forward, where people just aren't showing up. Yeah. Um, tickets are sold, but a lot of no-shows, right? Yeah. Okay, that's co- that's costing your your athletic department money, and it, it adds up really fast. It adds up fast. So, Trev had to be thinking about that, and he had to be thinking about those players more than, I don't know, I should have been thinking about them, but... Trev's around there. He sees those guys. And what? how would it have been against Oklahoma and Indiana if Frost was still the coach? There would have been a cloud, no, right? It's
1: a massive cloud. Yeah. It's just getting bigger and darker and just terrible. Right. right. It would have, yeah. So we all re- know the inevitable ending. Why, why, do, why should we just keep putting it off?
0: He removed the cloud. Yeah. He and now, the cloud. yeah, Trev removed the. This cloud.
1: season still might not be very good, but now right. there's at least a chance at hope and a different voice to spark something.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, you don't have the kind of the weirdness hanging no, over it.
1: Exactly. Because the question was, when's it going to happen? It's going to happen now, October first, end of the season. We all thought it was going to happen after the the rough start. Well, and, now, well, and then it.
0: I mean, it, again, it just became obvious that the move had to be made Saturday night. Yep. It was, it, now I kept saying, let it play out. Let it play out. I kept saying that. Well, it played out. It just played out more quickly than I thought it would. The st- the matter played out. Usually, usually, well, not always. It doesn't always play out like this. But it did in this case with a coach's dis- with a decision on a coach. Well, this played out to where it was like apparent
1: where y- what you had to do. Yeah, it wasn't hard. Let's get some calls. We've been patiently waiting on the Honda of Lincoln hotline four zero two. Four six four five six eight five. Chris at the Baldwin shop. You are up first. Go ahead, man. You're on early break.
3: Hey, good morning, Steve. Jake. Good oh, morning, Chris. Chris. How are you? I'm very good this morning, uh, uh, guys. Uh, great analysis uh, of what happened over the weekend uh, so far by you guys. You guys are covering a lot of bases though that need to be covered uh, on on Trev Alberts. Steve Jake, mm-hmm. I thought he was very eloquent in his uh, in his talking yesterday. The way he handled the situation, you know, the, we were all behind Scott Frost, yep. all of us. But you know, when this first started uh, four and a half years ago, um, we all wanted him to win. We were we were we were hoping this thing would uh, would progress nicely. But you know, guys. He had five seasons, counting this year. All five were losing seasons. His best year, 2019, 5-7. Um, you know, I I don't know. We, no, no one knows what goes on behind in the meeting rooms at practices, you know, really. Uh, but there were some issues there. Make no mistake about it. These first three opponents we played, guys, that uh, – that were running up and down the field on us. Northwestern, North Dakota, Georgia Southern uh, won't be mistaken for Alabama, Georgia, or Ohio State. No. These are all these are three teams that had losing records. All uh, all of them last year. Northwestern lost at home to Duke yeah. Saturday so they, in a game they never led. No. They never led in that game. Uh, yeah, you know. did I, Steve, Jake, did I think it would happen uh, this soon? Honestly, no, I did not. I I thought they would wait. Uh, But, you know, it's happened. So we move on. Uh, You know, now my concern is, of course, the rest of the season, uh, we've got Oklahoma. Indiana looks like the weak sister on this schedule in two weeks. But the rest of these games, you guys – uh, if if they don't get this thing turned around, they hey they could go two and ten. They that could right, go exactly. three could. and nine yeah, again. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, easy, Steve, Jake, uh, but uh, guys, the rest of this season and and hey, let's face it, the Big Ten West is up in the air right now. Minnesota looks like the the best team, uh, you know, after what happened to Iowa and Wisconsin this weekend, but uh, or. Uh, uh, guys, I want to say, looking forward to who might be our next coach. Um, we were talking last week about. I think this is life in the 21st century in Nebraska football. Now is what we're seeing, but I I think they're going to have to get a difference maker, and they're going to have to open the bank vault. And they're and Trev mentioned yesterday. He says, we know somebody, or Sean Callahan, Steve, you would know. I knew, I knew you were there because uh, I heard you ask some questions. One, somebody asked him about market price in coaching. And, uh, you know, and I told my in-laws who were over here yesterday for our Sunday barbecue, I said, you know, market price, if they get a name coach, it's going to be probably north of $8 million, mm-hmm. probably $10 million, if, if, they get a, if they get a marquee name. Now, uh, can they afford to, to take a chance on somebody they don't know? You know, that's happened before. It worked out sixty years ago with Bob Devaney. But uh, Steve, Jake, that I, I'm real curious to see what's going to happen as an as a stockholder in this in this program and a longtime, seasoned ticket holder. I uh, I want to know what's going to happen. I've seen turnarounds, You know, you guys, I told you to keep an eye on that Alabama-Texas game last week. And I tell you, that, that might be the best game I see all year. But Steve Sartesian seems to have a Texas team that yeah. he took over that was pretty much in disarray, mm-hmm. on the, on, uh, rushing back to greatness, as is Lincoln Riley at yeah. Southern Cal. Yeah. But, guys, they have a lot of resources in where they're at, too. And I don't know if Nebraska around here, if, boy, can we get kids to come here? It, it's, it's going to be hard to say. But that's what I'm looking forward to is, is who the next man in charge is going to be. And one other thing, Steve, Jake, don't be surprised. We're 123rd in total defense mm. out of 131 teams right now, giving up almost 500 yards a game. Don't be surprised if Nikki Joseph lets a couple of defensive coaches go in the next couple of weeks. We'll see how that works out. But it wouldn't surprise me uh, since, since the, the leak has started already. So, guys, great show, great news. Uh, let's hope things get better. We've got a big game this weekend that I'm looking forward to. Um, and uh, I hope things will work out. I noticed the point spread on that game shot up. Uh, a lot higher than what it was a couple of weeks ago. But, Steve, Jake, will the future is going to be interesting, and I'm going to hang up and listen, guys. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, Trev Alberts, Jake, said said that
0: resources will not be an impediment. Um, now, it will depend on, on who you're dealing with, who you have to pay, obviously. But if they want to go – very high profile and need to open up the vault they'll,
1: they'll do well, it think about all, all all the reasons why that that should be able to happen i mean number one <laughs> they have the money they have the money number two i mean think about where college football is going you've got you've got two if, if the big 10's not done adding teams like you are a super conference and it's yeah. going to keep getting tougher and tougher to yeah. win you just added usc and ucla and maybe more teams to come USC SIP is coming in the conference in two years.
0: That's why, by the way. Okay, now we're thinking things out, and sometimes we do this on the fly a little bit, and things are moving fast. Didn't you just identify a pretty good reason why you don't hire, why you shouldn't probably hire an inexperienced head coach? You've Gotta get
1: somebody that I can mean, do it. I mean, Jim
0: Leonard, for instance, at right. Wisconsin, the yep. defensive coordinator, has never been a head coach. He's only been coaching. It's coaching for fewer than a fewer than ten years. Um, thirty nine years old. There might be a a place for him as a head coach right now, but I don't think it's at Nebraska. I don't no.
1: think you go with a first no. timer right Look, now. Think about was go back to Wisconsin for a second. I mean, think about a guy that was there at one point, now is having a good time <clears> as a head coach, Dave Aranda at Baylor. He was a Wisconsin defensive coordinator. So what are you saying? Though? Then he went to LSU. That's someone who's he's ready. He's got coaching oh, yeah. experience. That's okay. why I'm saying Jim Leonard. No.
0: Not ready. But Aranda did pretty well out of the gate as a first-time head sure, coach. he did. I mean, that's the thing. That's not the greatest example. What I'm looking for is somebody who's been a head coach, and maybe someone who's been a head coach in a Big Ten, for instance, Bill O'Brien, mm. who went to Penn State and was the national coach of the year, um, in his after his first year because he went in there after the Sandusky scandal and put results up immediately, big in the Big Ten. Who's you know he's fifty some years old, fifty two years old. that's um, just I'm. I think because of what you said, because of where Nebraska is going and what the conference they're going into, the situation they're going into, I don't think you can afford right now to t- to have someone learn on the job. I think that yeah. He, so if
1: you're if you're, a, if you're a coordinator that's not been a head coach, here, I, don't, I don't think you can go that direction. I don't think so. Like, I is, don't. is there anybody that. Has been waiting a long time in that position to be like, you know, like a Brent Venables type. I don't know if there is. I don't know. But the name is, you're going to hear the name is Dave Aranda. You're going to hear the names. You're
0: going to hear Urban Meyer.
1: uh, Urban Meyer. Matt Campbell, of course, is already being mentioned as a a name to, to look out for at Iowa State. Uh huh. I mean, you're, you're going to hear Lance pulled. Lance Leipold. You're going to hear people still say stoops at Kentucky. See what, yep. he, see you're what it hear comes. See what, it, see what his interest is. Yep. You're gonna hear, yeah, you're definitely going to hear that. Do you think you hear Chris Kleiman at Kansas State at yes,
0: all? Yes, I do. I mean, and, and, and you know what? After watching <laughs> Kansas State, they, they thump you. and oh, they, they play really good, complimentary, it, it's football. sound football. Sip. Yeah. I mean, their they're defense sound. is exceptional
1: right now, their uh-huh. special teams are on point. Adrian's not even doing that much, and they're, they're romping teams because Deuce Vaughn's that good, mm-hmm. and the O line mm-hmm.
0: is that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. It's fascinating. It's, Trev made it sound yesterday like he's l- literally just starting up the process now. I wondered a little bit if that's a smoke screen. I think so. That it, that he, I, I kept thinking really you're going to talk he kept saying you know he said he's going to talk to all these different people and that just because I talk to somebody doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to hire that person and and all of that and I just kept thinking I wonder if he just has two or three guys he's locked in on right now or one for instance I, I yeah maybe maybe one and he's put out a smoke screen I come on he had he can't he couldn't have just said okay I'm going to put all my energy into Scott Frost, and if it doesn't work, then I'll start a no search. Way. He had to have, yeah. he had to have an idea. I,
1: I'd say a, a, maybe a, a low key name to keep an eye on. He's not low key; he's an NFL coach. I, I'd keep an eye on Matt Rule with the Carolina Panthers. Sure. As well. yeah. that's a name I would definitely. Yeah.
0: I mean, he look obviously at.
1: made a huge
0: difference at the collegiate level. Now it's he's spun out; he's not doing well in the NFL. Yeah, he
1: lost a tough one yesterday to the Browns. Zero and one. Carolina Panthers. So we'll see. That, that's yeah, rule, a, rule. That's a name that I think would be welcome back to college I, I with def, ease. Good I coach. definitely think that. Yes, I definitely think. Uh, that. We'll take more of your calls, more comments on Scott Frost firing next on early break of the ticket.